0: oh my god wow okay cool organic poison sickest in the south yeah back for another episode uh i always feel so like mildly nervous whenever i record these it's like pace around my house a little bit and go in there and check around look around do this do that It's like I find these excuses not to come sitting here and talk to a phone by myself like think about that for a second but I do come and do it either way so uh, how's everybody doing I guess we're still in quarantine kind of halfway halfway in quarantine i don't think they can decide whether or not they want us to go in or go out but to be fair i'm not really that pissed i sat there and bitched and complained because uh tate reeves wouldn't shut down the state and then now it's like ugh, i wonder like i wonder if i'm gonna like like not just me but a lot of people like so are we gonna have jobs when we go back like i wonder how many people there that haven't that talked to their employees or haven't talked to their employers And they're just like waiting around like, you know, still hoping that my, my card comes in from unemployment, you know, hopefully, maybe, you know, I'm just, you know, speaking from the point of view of somebody else, of course, because I make the big, big, big bucks doing podcasting. (laughs) Obviously I'm kidding. Um, No, but... Now would be a good time to say shout-out to Philip Pygat. Philip Pigett is a uh, sponsor of this podcast, this episode, the whole podcast. I mean, if you think about somebody, you know, supporting the podcast, you know, even if it's a dollar, that's worth a pretty big stock in what we've got going on here, considering this is like the 13th episode, I believe. I mean, $1 to, you know, 13 that's <laughs> it's not that bad, so... It's not very much a revenue stream, so a dollar is a pretty big investment. But nonetheless, Philip did give a few more than a dollar, and uh, he does support the podcast in other ways as well. He's also supported me for quite some time. Thank you, Philip. You're awesome. Uh, I also want to sh- give a shout out to uh, Stephen Lusk. He has a politics uh, podcast. It's not, I mean, I'm pretty sure. the most part it's politics i've listened to a good bit of the first episode because i just became fully aware of his podcast today but he is a uh he is a pretty cool dude i appreciate his commentary on facebook and social media so i'm quite sure that i'll really enjoy the many episodes of his podcast politisip Uh, it is worth checking out. I think you guys should check it out. Check it out with me, because I'm going to be checking it out over the next two days. And if you guys have ever wondered what the word check out means, it means a lot of different things. Like, you could check out. Like, just think about checking out. Like, like, man, he checked out. (laughs) What happened to Jimmy John? Oh, man, he checked out. (laughs) I mean... Just saying. Think about it. It could mean a lot of things. Or you could check it. Hey, man, come check this out. It's like it's two different things. You're supposed to dead it. Hey, come check this out. Bam. <laughs> You're done for the day. Just shoot the fucking computer because you don't want to hear the song. I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. I'm excited, guys. It's cool. I uh I asked you guys to give me some questions on social media. I'm trying to do this thing where like I involve the the squad because. You know, I kind of always try my best to, but I'm not exactly the most savvy at uh, making the cool things work. Like, I don't have a super killer-ass internet on my uh, home base where I live. So, it's hard for me to do those Zoom things. So, I know I told you guys I was down with the Zooms, but the Zooms are going to be a lot more difficult to do right now. But, you know, once contracts switch up and all that other good stuff, we're going to have the high speed out here. Nonetheless, well, that is if I if I have a job after this is all said and done. Otherwise, uh, I'm going to be using your Wi-Fi. Thank you. You can be a supporter by letting me check in at your uh, <laughs> really check in at your house. Anyway, to the questions, I'm going to start with Jason. Jason Galt. Uh, he's a friend of mine. Um, I do know him. He is a he, he is a someone I know. Anyway, Jason uh, asked me what my favorite Star Wars moment was. Uh, when I saw where he asked that, I thought I immediately thought, "Oh, there's no way." <laughs> I mean, there's there's a lot of things Star Wars. There are a lot of things in Star Wars that would be very very difficult to try to choose from. What the like favorite moment would be, and I say that because. In my opinion, Star Wars is like the saga. Like, you can have this, that, and third that you complain about. Different generations bitch and complain about different things. And I think we kind of almost automatically feel obligated to be a part of one of those generations. It's like, the, do, do you respect the prequels? <laughs> like, some people just totally disown the prequels, especially the first one. I personally think that the best of the prequels was the first one, but you know, hey, to each his own. The other ones had were great movies too, in my opinion. I like the prequels, but I think the first movie I ever remember going to see in theaters. Oh, man, not the first movie, but I do remember being able to go. I my my dad took me to see uh, Star Wars Episode One at like ten o'clock at night, and I was stupid young, and it was awesome, <laughs> but. I digress. As far as my favorite part in the Star Wars movie, Mike, my, my favorite moment. Oh man, it's like what kind of feeling do you have when you have this moment? Like it's such an open whenever I get to have Jason on this podcast, we will I will remember this topic and we will go back over this together and discuss more memorable moments. So I'm just saying right now, my favorite moment is when You've got Luke in the first, very first movie, and he's standing in the sun. And then, like, at the end of all the movies, like, Rey is standing in the sun. It's kind of corny because, like... And she's got this lightsaber that's orange that we've, like, only seen in the fucking prequels, I'm pretty sure. But you get... In the games, it's part of the lore, but it's like... It should have been, like, a green lightsaber, right? It's the, end of, it's the end of the whole shit. Anyway, I digress again. But... The sun, the sun part, where they they gather in front of the sun. Not together, but, you know. I will say that I didn't care for, uh, I think Luke was just too old. They should have made these movies like a decade and a half ago or something. Luke is just old as dirt. He looks goofy. But I've got a lot of of things that I could say about a lot of movies. But Star Wars is my favorite of all time. Some people like Harry Potter, some people like Twilight, some people like Lord of the Rings. Some people like all of them. I particularly am more so in favor of Star Wars than any of the others. But yeah, Jason, the son part. Uh, okay. Um, Drew Carruth. Uh, this is one of my in-laws. I would actually call him family. I would not call him an in-law, but he is on my wife's side of the family. But he is a cool-ass dude. So Drew Carruth says, What's the craziest thing you've done lately? uh shot a music video was pretty crazy i have only done that a few times in my life but it wasn't for my own song so that was cool and that was crazy um but if maybe if you're asking that question maybe you could be particularly referring to the quarantine The craziest thing I've done was I went to Macomb and I didn't see anyone while I was there. Other than my family and Timothy. And I barely saw Timothy because apparently the motherfucker almost broke his back somehow. It's pretty funny. Funny story you should ask him. He had this situation where he had to pee in a cup and it was wild. Not for the police, but for his own personal use. But, uh, no, I did go to Macomb um, I did hang out with my family my cousin is 21 Tyler Vance is 21 I had it that craziest thing that I've done lately was have a beer with my uncle and my cousin because I randomly went to Macomb to go do some work it was great that was pretty cool it wasn't any crazy extravagant event or anything but it was just pretty full circle life situation it was just the craziest thing that I've done for sure and I spent a lot more time with my son which is tight uh, okay. Thank you, Drew, for that awesome question. Cause it also made me reflect on my previous days. Um let's see. Logan Yates. Logan Yates got on my post talking some shit about uh you know, somebody getting on a song with somebody. Well, i will be damned. I'm just joking, dude. Yeah, uh, Logan Yates got some music coming, bro. I don't know if he goes by a specific rap name, but you can find him on Facebook and on Instagram. Damn, I don't know what your handle is, Logan. But I know he's Logan Yates on Facebook. Fuck with the boy. Either way, you're going to be seeing me posting some music with him before too long. That's happening. That's right. And shout out to my boy, Parker. uh but no yeah Logan Yates is a part of a rap duet rap duet I don't know if I'd call him that but I know there's two of them rap duet sounds so just not right it doesn't put them justice like they're like, they're like the new punk rock they're going to be I'm telling you they're going to be big and you'll see anyway thank you for your question Logan and shout out to making music uh Drew Reagan. Drew, if that's not how you pronounce your last name, it just seems like it's Reagan. But if it's Reagan, then my bad. Uh, But shout out to Drew. Uh, What inspired you to get into the hip hop scene? Uh, I mean, long story short, I guess. Uh, When I was a child. (laughs) No, the first album I ever bought with my own money that I got a ride to the mall to buy was the Gorillaz album, Demon Days. I was 12 years old, I'm pretty sure. And we listened to... The, well, the only reason we went and got the album was because we listened to the Gorillaz religiously and like was obsessed with their videos and their website. Their website was nuts. Like It was like, back in the day, you went on the computer the desktop or whatever and you go to their website and it would be like a flash website everything you clicked you go into different rooms of this mansion and into the basement and this bunker and all this other crazy shit but it every in each room it had these links to different i digress it was pretty cool though uh the gorillas had rap music in there but so did lincoln park and i was into lincoln park just as much as the gorillas at the time but we were like you know downloading music videos off of like lime wire and shit Lincoln Park was my let's see, my favorite band of all time, up until probably about probably about five years ago, which is crazy. But about five years ago I realized the truth. I, I mean, I could go through my top five favorite bands, but that has nothing to do with hip hop. Uh Aslay dying is my favorite band. I think they're the best band ever. <laughs> but Linkin Park had hip hop elements. They did the uh they did the the mashup with Jay-Z and I learned all of Jay-Z's lyrics. So I was like, I'm a Jay-Z fan. <laughs> Just I learned 6 songs of Jay-Z, but you know, whatever. But I never really listened to Jay-Z that much. But Uh, you know, we lived in town, so everybody around our neighborhood, the kids and stuff, everybody listened to rap music. My parents didn't particularly listen to rap music, but they didn't particularly not listen to rap music, but, uh, yeah, so here I am years later, whenever I was playing in bands and stuff, I, uh, obviously developed more of a taste for rap and hip hop as well but uh Lil Wayne was the shit at the time Lil Wayne's still the shit he was the shit before the time I mean apparently when I became a Lil Wayne fan was at the end of like his best run allegedly I mean I've done a lot of uh I've been obsessed with Lil Wayne (laughs) I mean I was more obsessed with him I guess when I was younger but uh yeah so I I really wanted the reason I started rapping was because of Lil Wayne Lil Wayne was the first person that ever made me think you know what fuck this, I can rap, but I mean, I, like I said, I was playing in bands and shit too, and I kind of blew back then, I kind of blow now, but I really blew back then, but it was fun, I mean, we did shows and shit back then, so if I, I put together three or four songs, and I ended up being able to just do a show whenever I wanted to, because we were playing shows all the time, not saying that I got to do shows wherever I wanted to, but as far as in Macomb and... Right outside of McComb and stuff, I was able to just pop up and do a show because there's no equipment. You don't have to bring anything. We did some shows in Jackson, so that was kind of my introductory to getting into rap. But as far as like a uh, hip hop scene, I have I have an admiration for artists who's like, I mean, I say still, but I am older, so I have I have. I have checked out no I don't want to say I've checked out but I have uh I can't put as much gas into the grind as other people can not for any reason other than the fact that the what I have chose to do uh, you know whatever but uh I still grind and I think it's cool and i always want to support people who are putting in a bunch of you know they're out there talking to people and you know especially the people who go and do shows all the time so if you ever see me being supportive to the hip-hop scene i guess you could say it's uh definitely primarily in the hip-hop scene it's but it's also focused on just young people pushing music and shit in general younger people and older people too i mean a community and that's kind of my thing i think that it's everybody should try to it would be so much easier i know we've all said this in comment sections for like the past decade but think about how easy it would be if like you got a hundred people like you just get a hundred people to act in unison to for one certain goal you could literally use those same hundred people like every two weeks to do something for a different artist or a different like uh band or whatever it is every two weeks or some shit like hey we create we are this community of all types of music and all types of. it's like a utopia of musicians and artists and people who make music which would never happen because more than half of the people are narcissistic ass wipes or they're alcoholics or they're drug addicts or they are grown mature adults that just can't mesh well with other people I mean that's why you would have that problem but if you think about everyone in Hattiesburg, for example, I mean, this could go for Macomb or Jackson or go, the co- the coast or whatever, but you think about if everybody in the collective group, like you just name off every person you know that you met through music that lives within a hundred mile radius of where you live. And you probably can name a lot of you people were in the hip-hop scene or the underground music scene could name a 100 people and if all those 100 people had were just like okay we're all you know i digress something would be worth talking about with somebody but that's a good question drew i love hip-hop i like rap music I, uh some of my early influences were uh obviously gorillas and lincoln park and i guess jay-z but uh i really listen i listened to wu-tang clan when i was younger and i listened to easy e when i was younger once i first started getting into rap but i wouldn't say that i i always like wanted to rap like wu-tang clan but like i just don't i don't it's like now that i especially especially now that i'm older like i was so much more influenced by lil wayne and then it's like now it's i couldn't even tell you It's between, between pop punk music and Drake and, I don't, I don't know. (laughs) It's like now I could I listen to way too much different music now, I guess, but I digress. Uh, Wu-Tang Clan, they rap hard as shit. Their music is hard as shit. And that's why I liked them. also liked Waka Flocka back in the day. Sorry, I went on that rant for too long. Uh, thank you for the question, though, Drew. That was a good question, obviously. I took 10 minutes to talk about it. Uh, Timothy actually sent in a question. He said, what will happen when sports come back? Oh, man. That is a... I should have saved that question towards the end. But uh, I couldn't... I couldn't tell you when sports are coming back. I mean We're having I'm having one of these scenarios where I can't figure out if they are have if they are canceling the event for the best of the pine belt or if they are not canceling the event for that. So if somebody knows, let me know. But to Tim about sports. We don't know if we're going to even have sports anytime soon. Uh, It really almost seems like we're not going to have sports anytime soon. Because they're opening up the economy, but they're not necessarily opening the floodgates of letting people go back and do everything that, you know, that they used to do. (laughs) I mean... It's like, but in my head, I think to myself, well, you know they're forcing these are they're more or less rushing. I mean I, I'm not saying they is a particular person, but the situation seems to be a lot more pressure towards opening everything up, which is I mean understandable. I mean even if I even if I disagree, it doesn't mean that it's not the most logical thing. I mean, other than them opening it back up we're going to be in a bond. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I, and maybe we wouldn't. Maybe we could literally can just keep taking loans from fucking Fort Knox or wherever they're, from the devil, whoever the hell is giving us a trillion after trillion dollars. I mean, with all that being said, I know that's not just sports, but it all kind of ties in when you think about, I don't know if they're going to just be letting 60,000 people gather together to see fucking Tom Brady and uh Drew Brees. Go and rage the fuck out! It's going to be a fucking knockout, drag out, rage fest. I'm not gonna go, but you know how lit that would be. I play them twice in one year. This is this is going to be catastrophic. Like this is gonna be nuts. Like do you know what New Orleans is gonna do? Especially if the Saint when The Saints win. Tom Brady. This. What if they. What if they killed Tom Brady? What if the Saints. What if the Saints killed Tom Brady? Like they just physically went out there. That's the seven minutes into the first quarter, and they just pull out a fucking katana sword. <laughs> they bring him down to his knees. The rest of the Buccaneers understand, so they just back up. <laughs> the crowd takes their hats off. They behead him in the Superdome. He no longer has a head. Tom Brady is gone. They sacrificed him in the Super Bowl. The Saints go on 17 games later to win the Super Bowl. No, to lose in the playoffs. <laughs> they killed Tom Brady and lost. <laughs> Damn. What a world. That would be exactly what would happen, to. Anyway. Oh. Uh, yeah i don't know i'm I'm looking forward to when sports come back though man i'm not gonna lie especially once i get this high speed internet jong going on which i know i should be m- more worried about like how civilization is going to survive than sports but let's be honest i've been worried about how civilization is going to survive for the past too much straight and i don't want to worry about it right now so it's all good yeah, but football. I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully they can they can work that out. Hopefully them rich white bastards can figure something out. Uh, but thank you, Timothy. That was a great question. Uh, okay, Brandon Hood. Brandon Hood wants to know what a rhinoceros horn is made of. I do not know. I know what they used to make it out of. Well... Stories say they used to make rhinoceros horn out of Asian people's penises. I mean, they're big, they're hard. I don't think, I don't think that... One thing that's hard about doing these podcasts and not being able to actually talk to someone is I just kept digging that hole just now. (laughs) Like, I just kept, like, I said something and I was like, "Ah, why did I say that? And then I said something else and I was like, why did I say that? You know, it's one beautiful thing about staring at a wall and recording a podcast. Nonetheless. Quality content. Thank you for asking, Brandon. I'm not entirely sure though. Um, I'm quite sure that it's like a uh, same thing. With a bone would be, or like a horn for a deer, an antler. I like guess probably it's probably something similar to that. I mean, clearly, I don't think that they are part of the same family as it goes. But I don't know. Uh, but yeah, thank you for commenting, though, Brandon. That I, I wish I did know more. I mean, I feel like there's something, an underlying piece to that question, but I don't know what it is. Uh, yeah, but thank you, uh, little Biffy. I don't know. I don't know this person, but this person has uh been on the live a few times and has commented on a few things on Instagram. Thank you for your participation and listening to the podcast if you're listening. But uh, they asked, "Why do most people cheat and or lie?" Um. I would probably say that it is because A, they are not satisfied with their current situation. And that is probably going to be the vaguest answer I could give you. But, I mean, I don't know. I think that some people, it just depends. I mean, because I don't, I, you always hear about these, especially older people, and it's like, oh you know, it doesn't mean, it's like, I don't know, bro, like, uh, my generation kind of doesn't really fuck with that, like, if you, if you, like, cheat, it's like, man, we're fucked forever, like, I'm not mentally capable of just, like, rocking it out, but then again, it's different, I guess, if you're put in the position, so, I don't know, I don't know what drives people to do those kind of things, especially at this junction in their lives, but, Thank you for asking the question, and I'm sure that there's somebody who'll be able to give you a more educated answer on that. But I appreciate your contribution to uh, the pod. Uh, I had... Okay, here's another question. Um, Thank you. I I know I said thank you, but thank you again. Trying to hold on to this fan base, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Keep them coming back because Organic Poison Podcast has got to be got to be like one of my favorite things to do even though it makes me nervous sometimes it is one of my favorite things to do i don't think that i would be human if i was able to uh to do some of the things that i do and not get a little nervous um Wow, took an unusual pause there. I hope you guys forgive me. Um, I'm trying out some new things, so you'll have to forgive my ignorance. Um, Anyway, we have a question from Dion. Dion Barnes, I believe, is his last name. Dion, if you're not Dion Barnes, then I'm going to feel like an asshole. But... That is also his government name, so I'm going to feel like an asshole either way. But maybe you guys won't know who he is because his Instagram name is something different. Right? Anyway, uh, Dion Barnes from Boston, Massachusetts. Uh, see, I didn't actually say where he's from. Alright, anyway. No laughs. I got you. My motherfucking dog Dion asked me, "When will we get another diet life?" That's a really good question. It's not really a really good question. It's a question that is a good question to me because I am going to try to answer it. But I don't know, man. I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying to figure out what's next with what I do with, uh, like as far as the rapping stuff goes now don't get me wrong i'm about to grind and put out music i'm about to start recording the fuck out of some music and get some uh, a shitload of features with everybody that i know that raps because that's what i'm trying to do as soon as i get out of this corona shit and uh i get some a studio a good comfortable studio that doesn't cost me a million dollars to record right up here in Haysburg, which i do have but i uh have corona as well i don't have corona but we have corona i digress uh, the picture perfect plan to me would be able to really be able to release an ep if i had access to record music like right here on my own every single day then and i was you know well versed in being able to do it then I would probably put out way more music but I don't have that I don't have that as an access and I'm also not I can't I don't know how to like mix shit and stuff like that I mean I'm learning now for other stuff but as far as music and stuff goes like I I am kind of uh I am kind of on the bare side of that nonetheless uh I would love to put out another diet life mixtape because doing remixes is like the funnest shit in the world that's what i did for forever before way before now i just rapped over remixes because i didn't know anybody who made beats i mean i did i eventually did and all that other good stuff but like i don't know It was kind of weird and then when i started rocking with jared i mean jared was the goat i mean we did all kinds of music together music that didn't even get released we got a lot of music released but so we have a, a few songs that we just ended up not putting out but nonetheless yeah and j a savage so I rapped over his beats and didn't really focus as much on the rapping over other people's beats shit because why would j makes makes fire <laughs> uh, but no if I if I could though I would do it right now this would have been perfect time I could have sat at the house and recorded Diet Life three and had a whole big huge drop over it. That would have been the shit. I would have really enjoyed that, but I do intend. to... I mean, I'm gonna be. I think that the, as far as a project goes, the next thing that will get released would be an EP. But I'm thinking about dropping two more singles uh, at the beginning of next month. Fuck it. I'm trying to record that shit. I know where to record it, and I can make that shit happen. But yeah. So, but I mean, it's going to happen eventually. Die Life 3, it's got to. I mean, if I let's let's just say like I hit some kind of peak, like I would have to do it right at the peak because eventually like it'd be like nobody even knows what that is. If I just keep, like I so long ago. The second one was I released in 2013. So Yeah, but I mean shit. If 15 people listen to it, as long as it doesn't, uh, you know, cut the lights off at my house, then I'm going to record. Because I really want to make some music and I'm really looking forward to it. I don't know if that answered your question, Dion, but uh, it's going to happen eventually, but it's not happening right now. Uh, Okay, so Colt. (laughs) Colt, I hope you're listening, man if you listen to the podcast that's awesome I know you commented but if you are listening to this that's awesome it's awesome that any of you are listening to this but particularly Colt's up there in Oklahoma Colt is in Oklahoma but uh yeah Colt asked me to share a party story and if that's not what he said then I'm very sorry because I'm about to share a party story um There was, there was this, there was this one night. Okay, me and see, I don't necessarily want to say the people's names. Okay, there was, we were at Bane and Bolt's house. (laughs) Bane and Bolt uh, had a house, and we went there, and yeah. We got really, uh, threw it off, but okay, so we had a big bottle of, I guess, liquor or something that, I mean, we had usual suspects there too. I mean, if you could, if you, uh, are from Macomb, you could probably imagine who would be in this circle of people. But, uh, anyway, we got pretty pissy wasted and, uh, we were carrying around this giant jar and it was full of, like, liquor. It had to been, like, liquor and Kool-Aid or something. But, and I'm talking about, like, hopping around in circles, like, a bunch of people who all know each other. Like, and you can, you know good and damn well there's, like, no girls within, like, 70 miles of there. <laughs> it's just a bunch of bros hanging out being dumb as teenagers. And... I don't know, something happened and we all ended up in the living room and we were go- walking in circles and jumping on the couches and we were screaming, Chug that shit, chug that shit, chug that shit, chuck that shit, chug that shit, chug that, that, that shit, chuck and it was just like oh and that sounds that sounds so simple. And it was like literally if you could imagine like people just coming up with different variations of A hey, Bay except we were saying chug that shit and we were losing our fucking minds we were going absolutely crazy you just imagine 10, 15 like just adolescents (laughs) just going absolutely bucko wild in a uh, living room and I mean we're like talking about like a fancy like I mean it's a pretty nice sized house but I mean it's like a really it's like a triple wide trailer but anyway it's nice but It's just, the living room was kind of small, so we were just wilding out. It looked like that video of all them guys in that circle that were dancing to the, I don't know, you wouldn't know, never mind. Uh, But yeah, we were going buck-ass wild. And uh, people were just chugging out of this big jar, just, just swallowing all of it. That sounded nasty. But... Yeah, and it was nuts, and we just kept saying Chug That Shit, well, all throughout life, ever since then, everybody who was there that night, and probably some of the people that say it weren't even there, but it was a a moment, because Chug That Shit, CDS, we just said that shit for a while, it almost became a thing, I mean, it was a thing, for sure, but... I guess it's one of those top tier you'd have to have been there experiences. But if anyone listens to this that was there or has heard about that event, then there's also this pipe called Brutus. I don't know who... I mean, I do know who has it, but it's, you know... it's. I mean, if you could think of like a Pike County artifact, that's the best way to explain it. It was a pipe called Brutus. And it it literally was like a skull with like a spinal cord as like the... The I guess the, the pipe part of it the part that is uh lengthened elongated yeah so yeah that we we that was a thing that was passed around and eventually it got taken I mean this thing has prob with at that party there's absolutely no reason why it should have had any merit because that's like the if you saw that sitting in a gas station I'm sh- you'd be like that shit looks corny. I don't want to buy that. <laughs> like, and I don't even remember, I think we bought, we bought those in Houston, Texas somewhere, because maybe not, maybe not. I don't remember who bought them, but nonetheless, I guess it's Hunter's now, and somebody else has it, but they're, it's all good, everybody's cool and on, on the gravy train about it, but that pipe was, uh, was the shit, um. I don't even know if it smoked that good, but we we, we put a lot of legend behind that pipe. Pause. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Colt, thank you. That was good. I think that uh, it would be really nice to have someone here who would reflect with me on a nice party story. Because there's way more than that one. There's way more than I'm willing to admit. There is a really good question in my list over here. Okay. James Johnson, good friend. Been a friend for a long time. Some of y'all, a lot of y'all maybe know James. But those of you who don't, James and I have been... I mean, I have a friend named T. Frost, who I'm sure more of you know, who listened to the pod, but... James, I hope you're listening now, too, because I'm about to big you up. Me and James have been friends for a long time. There was times in my life where I didn't necessarily have anywhere to stay, and James would let me crash at his house. So, if you could imagine, like, being in a bond, you know, but we weren't just friends because he let me crash at his house. Me and James have known each other for forever. I'm pretty sure him and my brother went to school together, which was way long time ago, like, first grade. But anyway. James is a cool ass dude and he asked this question, which is the whole reason I'm talking about this. But James, if you're listening, thank you. Um, Current favorite genre slash artist and why? Uh, That's a really good question. As far as what's nuts, man, is I listen to a lot of rap, but it's like almost every time I turn on the radio, it's just to see if there's something like new on. Like just to see what the new, the new stuff is, which I guess because it is kind of like a fast moving market. But, I mean, I listen to a lot of rappers, but I don't listen to an abundance of the same thing. <laughs> the only times I ever listen to. Like a, an entire. Um, like, span of an artist's music. Like if I can put it on like the top ten of like Regina Spektor. Or if I can uh listen to a full out al- that f- Man, like the first full album of My Brightest Diamond. Uh, he is Legend. uh Barrier Dead. Like, listening to their full albums, that's the only times I ever actually listen to music. Other than listening to a, one song at a time, like, with rap music. Like, it just doesn't... It's not the same. I mean, I like... Obviously, I like rap music a lot. But when it comes to, like putting myself into an album it has to be like a really big rap album for me to just be like invested in like I mean uh I mean but I don't know people put out singles like constantly so but to answer your question James I probably would say I mean my current favorite genre is rap music but I don't necessarily know if that's because I'm so enloped into like The cold... Like, listening to... And watching the cold... Like, my favorite... I I constantly... I don't barely listen to music anymore because I'm always listening to podcasts. If I'm doing anything where I don't have to talk, I listen to a podcast. So... uh, I mean... But when I do listen to... I mean, I I don't keep up with very much, like, new band stuff. Uh, I mean... I don't remember... I haven't even heard... I was just talking all this good stuff about Azalee Dying earlier. But I haven't li- really listened to much of their music uh, since uh, Tim's been out of jail. And I love Azalee Dying. But, like, they had enough material in their earlier years for me to just be like, Yeah, I, I love this band. It's kind of how I feel about Under Oath. But I like Under Oath's new music. But just, I like it differently. I mean... They could have easily became a different band. But they're still kind of bizarre, so. But they're awesome. Anyway. But, uh. James, you mentioned something. You were mentioning a few names of some bands in your, uh. In your description you were talking about. I guess some, uh, death metal. It's been so long since I've listened to anything new in the realm of death metal. Not that. Not that I'm against it. I kind of want to get some uh, good suggestions. Any time anytime I'm around Clint, he tries to put me on some shit. Uh, I mean, but aside from that, I, don't, I, I would... I mean, it would be kind of... Somebody... You guys send me some links of some good death metal music. I'll post, a, uh, I'll post a request about it after we drop this motherfucking video. Because that video is coming out today. The same day as this podcast. Yeah. I'm recording it tonight, but technically it's today, because it's like 12, so, uh, I am definitely, definitely excited. I hope that you guys, like, watch the video before you, uh, listen to this podcast, that'd be kick-ass. But if not, you should go and watch the video. You, and also, any of you guys who are listening to this, you probably got to it from one of my social media pages. Well, if you did, you should go back and find and comment. I mean, excuse me, find and go vote for me for the Best of Pine Belt Awards. The award show may or may not be happening, but the awards are still popping off. From now until May the 30th, you are allowed to vote. And all votes count double for the next two weeks. So everybody go and vote. Get your mom to vote. Get your cousin to vote. I am, I know that it sounds very redundant. But this is going to be next level prize shit right here. Like This would be very valuable. And after the coronavirus shit opens up, we're going to just start popping up and doing shows everywhere. We're going to do shows where people don't we tell them we're coming We play acoustic music we're gonna pull up and start rapping and have all these people there and they're gonna be pissed and then after like the fifth or sixth song they're gonna kick us out but it's gonna be a fucking story to remember (laughs) that sounds crazy and i probably wouldn't do that but that would be fun as hell and i mean i wouldn't do that now (laughs) but yeah the music video is out it's awesome I guess I'll take a second to say thank you to Scott Mitchell. Thank you for uh, shooting that video and filming that video and checking that video out. No, and uh, just mixing it and all that other good stuff and creating what you created. Everybody needs to go fuck with Scott. He does graphics work. He does uh, video editing. He does all kinds of stuff. I mean, he's a, he's a, a jack of all trades, man uh also be sure to ch- be sure to check out his uh uh like it's like a shooters it's like a, oh my god an active sh- active shooter response like manual it's pretty awesome i've read a good significant amount of pages in it and it's very thorough so you guys should check it out it's awesome i know that i bumbled over my words there but you know i get to drink like once a week and i have one of my four beers i'm enjoying myself so don't let me get too crazy on you guys you know i'm just wilding out you know what i'm saying no i'm just kidding um yeah thank you scott i appreciate it and uh long live the barn and shout out to the muses the whole muse family is amazing and i cannot thank them enough for letting us shoot this video there The video is sick. I enjoy it. I appreciate Scott for hooking your boy up. You guys, I can't thank him enough. I know I thanked him a a million times already. So, um, thank you to all the guys that came out when we shot the video. That was fun. Uh, little last minute. We kind of had it poorly together, poorly put together, but we had a blast and it was awesome. So, hope you guys enjoy the video as well. Um, let's see. Yeah. The best of Palm Belt Awards. I don't know what's going on with it, but I need you guys to go vote for me. Uh, vote for the podcast and vote for Manny Anderson's Song of the Year. If we get this Song of the Year, man, this is gonna be nuts. This is gonna be crazy. If we get this we're gonna man. We're gonna parade we're just gonna parade the trophy around around town. We'll take it to Pike County. We'll take it through the streets of Hattiesburg. But I'm telling you, dude, I don't think... I don't think that people around here are going to... not people, not everyone. vast majority... Probably more than half of the people in this city don't even know what the fuck the best of Pine Belts are. But as far as the people who do know and the people who do care, I don't think they'll be entirely stoked on a rap artist winning Song of the Year. I could be wrong. I don't know. I know that I have the support. I know that I have the support of a, a certain demographic of people, the people like me. But, like, I don't necessarily know that, like, the people who... Uh, there might be some people out there that might not have such an open heart to the whole rap music thing, which is fine. But maybe they do like rap music. But maybe if a rap song happens to beat their song they might be a little bit more, I don't want to say judgmental, but they might be a little bit more perturbed. Nonetheless, that's not our intent. But our intent is to go out there and get that hoe. We're going to get, we're gonna, we're gonna get that trophy. That's going to be lit. And I need you guys to vote because I can only vote once a day. So votes count twice, nonetheless. And I'm declaring it now, and somebody needs to post this on Facebook. We're gonna have an after party, if the bar is open. We're gonna go to the tavern after that bitch is over. Even if they don't have the event, we're gonna go listen to it at the tavern. That sounds lit, cause Terrence is in there too, and we've got other friends that are in there too. So, let's see what's up. That'd be tight. Down with the clown. And it would be fun, man. It's not a. It's not really. A, it's not really a competition because I. All of the artists and all the music around here is awesome to me. <laughs> like, I listen to all of it. With that being said, I hope you guys check out the playlist on Spotify. I don't know if you got if I told you guys about this band on here, MS Paint. I'm pretty sure I brought them up before in a previous podcast. But I have been listening to them. They, they have like four songs on their Spotify and I try to set my playlist up to where I, can. I have like other little ones where I try to be able to hear the same songs more times. But... They're one of those bands that like, I like to listen to the entirety of their project because they make pretty awesome music. So James, if you're still listening, if you didn't cl- click it out whenever I said your name, you should check out MS Paint. They're a little bit more grungier than probably what you're listening to right now, but they're a pretty tight band. Everybody should check them out. Shout out to my boy Asher. I need to call Asher. I had not talked to him in a while. I gotta check on him asher plays in a punk band here in hayesburg or he did i guess before you can't really have shows uh, asher's a cool ass dude but yeah i digress guys in case you can't tell i have a tendency of going off the rails when i'm talking about myself but i think this was fun oh my gosh i'm not done yet i have another another question It is curious to my ears. I wonder, can you still hear me? If you can still hear me, that would be incredible. Let me see. Can you still hear me? Is hearing me out of the question? It's not. Hell yeah, guys. Sorry, I'm recording this on my phone, so I had to pop this thing up. Henderson Cunningham says, I have a question. With the current, or I have a question because he's replying to the Facebook thing. With the current issues of COVID 19, do you think the economic structure America has been able to provide for so long will bounce back due to layoffs and close downs of small business throughout the world? And as a side question, do you think that 30 million people with unemployment will be able to bounce back after two months of no work and re entering society? Save that one for last because it was on my phone and I, it was too much to write down and I didn't want to misquote him because that is a very, very good question. <laughs> I mean, I'm not sure that I'll be able to articulate the uh, response due, but I mean, I think they're going to have a lot of trouble. I think that I think that we're all going to have a lot of trouble. I mean, I'm not trying to just you know eat from the the bowl of the fear mongering or anything, but let's be honest. Like maybe you know something that I said I would jokingly said prior to all this getting as bad as it did. was I would joke with Brittany and I would say. You know, well, at least we live in Mississippi. I mean, because Mississippi is affected the least when there's economic struggle because everything's fucking sucks. I mean, not everything sucks in Mississippi. But, I mean, we're the bottom of the totem pole. <coughs> I mean, this is, like, as far as the South goes, like, we we literally fist fight with Alabama every year just to see who can be the shittiest on the planet or in the country as far as a lot of things. But as far as, like culture and society and friends and stuff it's not all that bad i see more racism online than i do in 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 public i'm also white you know but still like like it's it's, i mean you know it's it seems to it seems to me that It seems to me that people are going to have problems. Like I mean, it's not going to be it's not going to be easy for people to come back from. Of what's going on right now I mean there are, there are a lot of people I mean you see all kinds of different numbers you see all kinds of different numbers and all kinds of different numbers but there are a lot of people who are unemployed because of like currently not saying they won't be able to go back to work in a week or two weeks but there are a lot of people who are unemployed who are gonna have a lot of trouble getting jobs in their specific areas I mean there's no telling. I mean there's no telling the kind of like trouble some people will run into. I mean let's just say that pe- I mean we they're talking about giving us a second stimulus check. We are going to get a second like we do not we do not realize right now because we're going through it. We do not realize how crazy this is going to be 10 years from now because this is going to change everything for us like it doesn't matter it doesn't matter specifically if who the president is it doesn't matter specifically who you know is the world power i mean it could play a big part but it's like all that I mean, if you break it break it down to the most bare minimum of you and the fifty miles that surround you, every there is going to be a lot of shit different. Like I think that we just fast forwarded tech technology by like ten years. By the time this is all over, do you realize how how much less we will because we've all been thinking about man, it's crazy how much easier it is to just do everything. Like, oh man, we can just order food, they bring it to us, or oh, we can just order groceries off the internet, or we can just order whatever the fuck we want off the internet. You can order anything off the internet. People in big cities, there are people who don't leave their house for anything. Like, you know, it's like the, it's like people who have access to all that, and that just becomes part of the, the functioning. It's like, I don't know, that's just one thought I have about that, but as, I mean, that's a million thoughts put into one, but... I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do, to be honest. It's it's a, it, it's looking like it's going to be a pretty ugly situation whenever they do try to get everybody to go back out into society. Because let's just say that there is a second wind of this. All it's going to do is get stronger, right? Like, if people do go out, and it's like, oh, well, only certain people get hurt by it, blah, 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 blah. Let's say across the world, people go out, and it does get worse. And it's just like, oh, my God. it Not only does it spread rapidly the same as it did, but it's gradually, increasingly getting worse. Because it just gets to run freely now because everybody's back out into the world. All these people who were sick and still at home were like, oh, well, the law says that I can go back out. And I'm not necessarily saying that it's wrong. I mean, I don't know. I don't don't know if it's right or wrong for them to open everything back up. But, I mean, it's like there's a certain degree where it's like, well... I mean, fuck. There's enough people complaining about it. What do we? What? Why not? We just jump off of a cliff, but I mean, some. Then I have those thoughts where I'm like, maybe we uh, are jumping off of the cliff way too soon. Maybe like help will be here, or like something will change, but I don't know. They talk about the economical impact, and you know, I've seen the videos, and I've watched. I've watched the movies and all of this other dramatized versions of the fucking uh, Great Depression, and I mean whether it be documentaries or movies, it ain't no shit that I want to be a part of. So I completely understand. I mean, and I'm not trying to be insensitive to people's lives. That's the reason why it's so conflicting to me. It's like, there's, there's a really bad problem that nobody seems to have the answer to. But between the internet and, you know, older people, it's like, you're like, oh my God, like, there's like a million different things going on and f- the God forsaken fake internet articles like there's just so many of them. they're constantly just people and it's like you don't ha- I don't have the energy to sit there and argue with people online all day about politics because for one, I never in one one instance have I ever said that I know for a fact that I'm completely fucking right about what's right and wrong. I mean, when I get into heated arguments with people, it's usually because they just seem so hateful in nature. It's like, why do you have to be like? Why do you have to spew such foul shit out of your mouth? It's like people sitting there, and usually it would be a Trump supporter that I argue with. You know, I mean, ninety five percent of the time, because that's the that's the people. It's like they make that known that that is what they are and it's almost like that's first and foremost that i support donald trump and it's like okay you know that it's like that is, is that your identity is that like who you are and the the people that i respect is like when they talk about their issues but they're not like just condemning the souls of everyone around them it's like what's the point in having a fucking castle if everyone outside of it wants you dead i mean that sounds that sounds monotonous to me like oh man what's the point in having a, a perfect yard if it's not a perfect if the world outside of it is just complete hell and ass you know i mean that might be a piss poor analogy but in the same breath i mean it is what it is and i just hate how some people are just so like fuck you you know but and it was because it was the same way with obama some people were like i mean it's just it's gradually gotten worse but like at the time i mean when fucking obama won it was nuts it didn't both sides it was crazy like people were just like fuck you suck my dick <laughs> you know like obama bitch you know like whatever or i'm gonna kill i they wanted to hang him they said he was the antichrist they said that he was the antichrist think about that that's one thing atheists don't have they don't have an antichrist if, you, if you're an atheist, you're kind of fucked. You have to just be like, oh, you, you're wrong. <laughs> oh, that's not true. Like, what? Other than that, like, I mean, these guys are like, yeah, well, we have the, the only thing worse than the Antichrist is wrath is God, so I digress. I'm just saying when it comes to stuff like that, It's like, oh, Donald Trump, he's a jerk. <laughs> oh, Donald Trump, he's too sexually active. <laughs> People are like, okay, sweet, we're jerks, and way too sexually active too. But, I digress. Not everybody, either, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not, it's, we have, i am just proceeded to sound guilty of it, but, I mean, we gotta not marginalize each other. Like, people are so much more, val- obviously people know that I'm cracking jokes, but, uh, it's like, it's so, because, like, we, we're so... We're so eager to just be mad and and just shovel shit and just shovel shit and just shovel shit onto other people's lives. It's like even if we're not doing our own purpose, it's like it always turns into some kind of virtue signaling online. Like oh man, even when you're shutting down the guys who are virtue signaling, it's like oh like what are you doing this for? It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. I digress, but I could talk for every one of these subjects for forever, but I feel like I'm talking about them for too long, so I hope you guys can forgive me. It wouldn't hurt to be nice. Anyway, check out the music video, and uh, thank you to the guys, or to Philip Piget again, and uh, don't forget to go check out the homies' uh, podcast, Politicip, and... You know, he sent it to me and it only had one P. Steven, if you're still listening this far through, you should change it to two P's. Uh, you really should do whatever the fuck you want, but I'm just saying the politisip. I don't know. I wrote it down as two P's, even though it said in the email as one P. Two P's would make more sense because there's two P's in Mississippi. But there might be a reason why you did the one P. So... You can pee as many times as you want to, Stephen. I'm checking out your podcast as soon as I get done with this one. So, Uh, Yeah, check out the music video. Don't forget to vote. And thank you guys for your questions. I want to do this again. This was awesome. I really enjoyed this. And I appreciate you guys for hanging out with me. Tell your friends about the podcast. And tell your friends about the music video. And yeah, I'm doing some promotion because I'm excited about this music video. And I'm excited about this freaking podcast. And everybody who's listening to it turn up i'll see you soon oh and one last thing shout out to manny anderson dude you really did make this happen (laughs) this shit is lit